Welcome to The Road to Tinue, a King Killer Chronicle fan podcast where we explore everything created by Patrick Rothfuss. Spoiler warning, we talk about everything in the world, so if you haven't read those books, you should read them. Why are you listening to this? But thank you for coming. Yeah, seriously, how are you even here? (laughs) (laughs) Today... We are joined by fellow Tamarind Traveler, Megan, back by popular demand, and member of the family, Bryn. Hello, ladies. Hello. Hello. How's the road to Tinue? Oh, it's long, but it's going well. Uh, pretty great. I'm making hot chocolate and eating PB&J, so pretty good today. <laughs> the, the road is cold. Here and it's a little bit turbulent, but mm. still walking that path. Yeah. <laughs> so, Bryn, since this is your first time on the show, I have to ask, yes. how did you hear about the books? The way it went uh, was definitely that I I had I had gotten a little bit disenfranchised with the books. I fell into the abyss of terrible teenage romances. <laughs> <laughs> And so uh, my sister, who is Megan, uh, definitely, definitely uh, came to me and said, read this book. And um, she gave me her copy, and I was like, okay, sure, I'll read that. And I didn't for probably, <laughs> oh gosh, how long was it? Like three, four months? I just Forever. Was like, Too oh, long. Yeah, I'll read that eventually. <laughs> so then I was, I was set to come and visit her. And she basically told me that if I didn't read it, she was going to take it back and I'd lose my chance. And so I said, okay, I'll read it. Um, Hold on a minute. No, 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 no. What I threatened was, if you do not read this book, I will totally take away your ticket to come up here. Oh, that's right. That's right. She didn't even want to see me if I didn't read it. Okay, well. You can't come up here unless you read it. Okay, so there. That's that's what happened. And uh, so I definitely, you know, started started reading and um oh my goodness uh I think it took me about oh goodness two two weeks probably to get through it simply because I had to slow down to read each word um (laughs) and I think I think I got probably what two-thirds of the way through and I sent a text to Megan that (laughs) that said uh I have this sinking feeling because he said that his story would take three days to tell that this is only the first day, which means I need the next books when I get to you. It's very important. And um, gosh, that was how I got into it. It was very, it was very slow. And then all at once. That's good. It's it's good to see sisterly love. (laughs) It's working for the good in the world. You know, I don't understand why she doesn't listen to me still to this day, because the, f- the joke in our family is that we're twins five years apart. So I just assumed that once I gave her this thing that she would be like, oh, <laughs> this is a big deal. But no, she did exactly what I did, which was, yeah, that's cute. Maybe I'll pick it up. And then I had to threaten her, literally threaten her before... Cool. So now yeah. I did exactly what you did. We are twins five years apart. <laughs> <laughs> so you've both read something new, something that's not strictly the novels. Yes. How yeah. old Holly came to be. 
Oh. Oh, man. <laughs> we have a lot of feelings about this, a lot of thoughts. I'm here to help you process that as a group. Yeah. Can I just begin by saying I don't know why it's so shocking to me that Pat Rothfuss would also be a poet. <laughs> I don't know why that is so amazing to me. I read The Name in the Wind, and I was like, that is the smoothest butter I have ever laid my eyes on. And then yep. I read, yeah, and then I read The Wise Man's Fear, and I'm like, oh, man, did it again. <laughs> <laughs> Homeboy did it again. And then I read Slow Regard, and I was like, oh, man, that it's a whole different thing, but it's like, it's so smooth and it's so deep and it's like, mm. it kind of, you know what I'm saying? It's like just melted hot fudge on top of your ice cream. <laughs> Old Holly though is poetry. It's just poetry in its most incredibly basic form. And I just, and it doesn't rhyme and it doesn't do any of the things that poetry is supposed to do, but it uses the least amount of words to give you the most amount of story. And I, I was just like, God damn it, Pat, calm down. Just do, one, just do one thing one time where you're not awesome at it. I was a little upset. I was like, you asshole. Like, you're not allowed to be good at all of the aspects of writing. I'm alright. Too, too much. But he just has to keep writing forever. If it's like when you encounter somebody who is e equal parts hot and smart and <laughs> hilarious. Oh yeah. And con Charming. yeah, exactly, exactly. It's like you can't have all of these. You have to let one go. That's just the balance of nature. You like it's fine, but you you can't be everything. Anyway. You only have 20 points. Exactly. You have to divide them. Exactly. Thank you very much. It's like, you only have so much mana. You can't. <laughs> Just spend your skill points wisely, please. Exactly. It's like, you can't spend all. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, God. Well, what we don't know is that he's terrible at math and geography. <laughs> Just awful. He's like, yeah, Europe's the capital of Africa, right? <laughs> I apologize, Mr. Rothfuss. I'm sure you're not that bad at geography. No, man. Pat, if you want to believe that Europe is the capital of Africa, I'd believe you. I'd follow you. <laughs> I'd go down that rabbit hole. Oh, my goodness. Anyway, so Old Holly was just poetry to me, and it was beautifully written. I think the last time we talked, you were like, it's going to blow the lid off of it. And I was like, haha, okay. And then I read it. But I want to know what you guys think about Holly before I ramble. Well, I'm going to try and keep your rambling directed. Yeah. So, Bryn, do you have any thoughts before I start that? Before uh, you keep Megan's rambling directed before that? Yes. Okay. Yes. Oh, God. I loved this. It was so beautiful, and it was so sad. And I, <laughs> I said to Megan, it was both. <laughs> it, it just was so emotional but the thing about it is that I you know it's got the gears spitting in my head I'm like trying to because each of the short stories that Pat has done each of the you know Bass Bass story and Rogues and Ari's story The Slow Regard of Silent Things each of those has had a place in the story of Quoth and each of the stories that are told in the novels have had a story 
or I guess a base in history of the world. And so I'm trying, you know, my hardest now to figure out where this fits in, you know, what truths it has and which parts of it are, you know, a story being told. And so I guess the biggest thing for me is just, you know, trying to fit it to what I already know, if that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. Which means, and I said this to Megan because she asked me what I thought, there's a part of this story uh, where I believe he talks about, or the story goes that old Holly pinned down the shadow creature and it burned and that was good. And I, you know, instantly, instantly thought back to, oh gosh, the story of uh, Acanus. Halo and Acanus. Yes. And the fact that he pinned him down and watched him burn. And I was like, hmm, that's really interesting that there's that parallel here. Well, and Acanus is Shadowhame too. He his face is all in shadow. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, you know, he was he was a shadow that, you know, came over the land spreading blight and death and he was pinned down and burned. And so I'm like, okay, but is this connected or is it not connected? And then there's also there's also more connections to, you know, stories we already know, things we've already read. The fact that there's also a part where um, the man came and the woman left with him. And, um, you know, it talks about the high tower and that, you know, for me rings back to um, the moon and Jax. So if the woman is the moon yes. and the man is Jax, what is the tower? Oh, yeah. this is where I come in. Here we go. Oh, there she goes. Okay. <laughs> All right. Here we go. First of all, okay, I should say that this is personally, to me, a poem about the creation war, because we know that Florian mentions, like, it started when he stole the moon. She says this to both, that that's where it started, when Jack stole the moon. And I I think one of the things that I love about Pat's writing is that, first of all, the man has written stories within a story, and that in itself is pretty remarkable. And so when we think about Jax and we think about what we know about Kvothe and how his story has been distorted, we know it's been distorted, but there's a little bit of truth. So Jax stealing the moon, that is immediately where I went. I was like, okay, this is him. This is the real story of what happened. And I think that she is the moon. I think the man is Jax and the tower is the broken house where he got up high and he spoke to her but that would mean she was already in the house ah no 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 because there was the tower and there was the lady but the lady wasn't in the oh boy he called her time didn't he call her down yeah he called her to the house he played a sad song uh, on his flute on his jade flute was that to was to that was that to his broken house or was it somewhere else cuz i that was to the I house like he the, unfolded not the um, uh, not the broken house at the end of the broken wood no 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 it was or at the end of the broken unfolded. road but the a house he he went up a mountain he unfolded the house but he did a bad job <laughs> so that every room looked into a different place which most people think is he he created fae in that situation. Mm-hmm. And then after he built the house, he played his sad song and the moon came down 
and I think that the tower is a door that he okay so this is what I'm trying to say and again dear listeners I have a hard time with word speak with words so forgive me I do I think that the tower is a door that he opened inside of that house that looked into other places and that she was there on the other side and he saw her and her garden and old Holly was was there already with her I don't think it's as ah, I sound crazy I know I don't think it's as simple as he stole the moon from the sky I think it's something deeper than that I think that Jack stealing the moon from the sky is the story that's told mm. if that makes sense I think it that does. that's that's the legend but I yes. don't think that that's what actually happened This is what actually happened. Right. This is what actually happened. That he opened a door to another place. Yeah. Anyways, you guys can take it from there. But I... (laughs) Sorry. Okay, so if Jax is the man Mm -hmm. and the woman is the moon, Mm -hmm. who is old Holly? Yeah, that's... And who is the man with the shadowy face is that Haliax come back to get the moon back okay yeah. so this is this is actually Bryn saying that the moon was the lady and Jax was the man threw me off because originally my first thought was that the woman was oh god edit this next part out and just put in her name because <laughs> Andre yes Lyra Lyra yes because my first thought was that the woman was Lyra and that the shadow person was Lanaire and that old Holly was the Cathay and that the Cathay had fallen in love with Lyra and stolen her or that she had seen something in Lanaire that scared her. I think it's Lanre. Lanre. Lanaire. I say Lanaire. Lanre. I think so. Anyways, continue. Sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. No, you're right. No, pronunciation is huge. Yeah, it is. It's, which is so akin to Tolkien, can we just say? Like, it's so, (laughs) no, it is. It's like, it's so important that we get the names right of things, which was important to Tolkien and is important to Pat. And, you know, that's not stealing. That's just being. Not only is it important to Pat, but it's also important in the world itself, the names of things. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that's by the way, that's a whole other tangent that we should put a pin in. Save for later. Sorry. Gaming. Yeah, okay. Keep Sorry. It, keep it safe. Channel channel uh. my rambling. <laughs> Alright, so if old Holly is the Cathay, did he just go crazy and everybody who talks to him he ruins their life? I mean I, I feel like had that same thought kind of because I, I definitely I definitely took a minute to read it a second time as I was reading it it definitely like at the very end it's really interesting so at the very end the way it goes is and I have it in front of me so this is how it goes the lady wept and laughed and left and that was both neither and all and other old holly stayed the tower stayed old, Ho- old holly stayed beside the tower old holly all around the tower Old Holly stayed, and that was good. The summer left, the winter left, the garden left. Old Holly stayed, and that was good. The bones of the wolves left, the roof of the tower left. 
The glass in the windows left, Old Holly stayed, and that was good. The stream left, the tower left, Old Holly stayed. So that's the complete end of it, and you get to the end, and all through the previous parts of it, Old Holly stayed, and that was good. And you get to the very end, and it only says Old Holly stayed. So you think maybe Old Holly stayed, but it was no longer good? Yeah. And that that way he could still be the Cathay? Yeah. Well, I felt like he was staying because she told him to stay there. And it makes sense that the Cathay seems like a bitter, passive-aggressive lover. (laughs) It does. It just seems like this person, we all know this person that's been hurt by somebody that they loved. And so they're just an asshole that inflicts their vitriol and their venom on the rest of the world and does that not seem like the Cathay which is why originally when I read Old Holly I was like oh no and I felt sorry for this tree that had loved a woman and also I would say when you read Old Holly the transition from it being a passive thing to a feeling thing is very abrupt and obvious and it took me the second time reading through it because at at one point he's describing his surroundings and he's sort of as I say passive about it and not really descriptive and it's like he doesn't it's not it's an unfeeling thing and it doesn't care and then at some point everything that the lady does is good Hmm. do you know what I'm saying and it's like everything or it's sad and it's no longer neither Yeah. Yes, exactly. It's like, it's no longer neither. It's no longer both. It's just one or the other. And so you get this feeling like, okay, now this tree has feelings. And then she makes him a man. I don't know. I think I... She, it's it's yeah. when she sings to him. Yes. Yep. She's that beneath the holly and she's staying. If she became a singer, like the, the Chandrian are afraid of the singers, which Ooh. could be related to the shapers. But if she went out and got this knowledge and then came back. Yeah. And then she was able to change Holly into old Holly. Because that happens too. Is she's climbing Holly and slips and Holly bends to catch her. Uh-huh. And that's when Holly becomes a he and a him. And then uh-huh. she starts speaking to him and singing to him. And then he becomes old Holly. Yeah. Because at the beginning, like the first half, it's just Holly. Holly, Holly, yes. Holly. And then the lady stood behind, beside old Holly. Yeah. Yeah. I, yep. Of course, that could also just be to differentiate the original tree from the grove of Holly that grew up to hide the tower. So I, so I think that's, I think that might be part of it. But the thing about this as well is that he is also different from the rest of the holly that grew up around the tower. He is apart from it. He looks over it and he stands beside the edge of his new grove. But that is, that is when he becomes a he. This is a question for our botany fans, but I know some plants... They can they put down their roots and then their roots go underground and pop back up and it's part of the same tree technically like aspens do that. I wonder mm-hmm. if holly does that also so that the holly around them is the same holly but also different holly. Mm-hmm. Or if it if it's like seeds. Yeah. 
Not that it matters in the long run, just curious. Curious? Please write and let me know. The way it's written, it definitely sounds as if it's him in other places. Mm. Yeah, she sang a song and Holly burrowed deep into the earth. She sang a song yes. and all along the stream there sprung new Holly from the ground. Yeah. So it definitely seems that it would be that way. Now, take it or leave it, the word gray is not in this story poem. But what if the tower represents graystones or graystones represent the tower? Ooh. I feel like more the tower. Hmm. Because this feels like a place outside of our time or outside of book time. Yeah. It's. I don't think it's part of Fae because I think it was before the Fae. And I'm not convinced necessarily that it's part of the world. Temerant. Mm. It could be where the stones go. I would agree with that notion that it doesn't feel like the part of the Fae. And it doesn't feel like a part of Temerant. It feels older than both, but it seems separate somehow. Which is why originally when Bryn was talking about how it could be Jacks of the Moon, I was like, oh, it's the creation war. Mm. Because it's the beginning. It's the thing that set everything else in motion. And we don't really know where that is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's interesting, though. So... So I believe um, Valerian says that they used to be the same world, right? It used to be just the same one world, and then it got split into two. Am I wrong or am I right? Well, it's not that it got split into two. It's that another world was created. Right. It's Okay, so, so you know, there used to just be this is the world. That must have been where the creation war happened was, you know, because they part of the creation war was that they created like part of it. Something that happened during it was that the the world of the Fae was created. Right. Mm. I'm reading the beginning of this again. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sure that she's the moon or if Mm. she is the moon that in the story of Jax, the moon is in the sky. Mm-hmm. And he is on Earth slash Temerant. Mm-hmm. And then he builds Fae, or he opens up Fae in some way, and then he calls her down from the sky mm-hmm. and catches part of her name in the box. Yes. This place where Old Holly and the Tower are could be the sky. Yes. Which is separate from Temerant. And separate from mm-hmm. Faye, but still a place for the lady to be in both. But I just, just, the lady never comes back. So unless, like, the moon or the personification of the moon is straight up gone. <laughs> straight up gone. Bye. See you later. later. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of the, one theory is that the moon as a person is one of the characters that we've been reading about. Either yeah. Ari oh, or Dena hey, Ari. or there's yeah, a lot no, of possibilities of somebody <laughs> who is the moon of some mm-hmm. who. Listen, if anybody's going to, okay, can we just put that to rest right now? <laughs> Let's because... save that conversation for later. Let's save it for later. <laughs> Let's stay Damn focused it. on this. Let's stay focused on old Holly, All how right. old Holly right, came right, to right. be. 
I'm just saying, right. if the moon as a person is the lady, that lady being in Temerant is why old Holly is alone in the sky. Mm. Yeah. There's still a physical moon, because otherwise, havoc. Yeah, I don't think that old Holly is alone in the sky. I think that old Holly is alone in the Fae. I think that old Holly has turned into the Cathay. So I I have a question. Um, since you know Megan, you're so convinced that old Holly is the Cathay. Did we? I don't remember because I definitely haven't read the books over in a little bit. I was taking a break. Did we ever see the Cathay? Because that might be that might be a point in your favor if we. Because I I definitely know that uh, both speaks um, to it, but I don't know that we. See saw it or that he saw it uh he describes it i believe he He describes it as something moving in the tree he never sees it clearly and it reaches out and slices up the butterflies right but he never sees it clearly but based on bath's description we can say that it's a tree like it's uh, a creature in the tree like the well now this is Hold on a minute. This is where it's open to interpretation because <laughs> I was getting there, Margaret. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> so the cafe, I think, is something within the tree because that's how it's sort of described. Because when Quoth meets it, it's talking to him and it's telling him all of these terrible things. And at one point, it's like it changes its position. And he mentions... I, I don't have the words in front of me, but when you read it, the scene that's painted is that if you were standing in front of it, all of a sudden the voice was coming from the right, as if something was moving around inside the trunk. You know, when a person moves to your right and then their voice is coming from there. So I don't think that the cafe is the tree itself. I think that the cafe is housing something, which which I would say adds to my second part of my argument, which is if the Cathay is old Holly, then Lyra is within. That she is the soul within the Cathay that is bitter. And that old Holly is the vessel. Okay. Okay. No, no, no. Stay with me. No, no. I'm I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. Margaret's with me. Hold on a minute. She came back. Like, Holly stayed. Holly stayed. We're going to say, yeah. So my theory is Exactly. After she saw, okay, so my feeling is, is that Lyra came back after everything that Haliax did, that she was this broken person, because my feeling is, is that she didn't actually die. That, okay, this is classic Romeo and Juliet, is it not? Like, I thought she died, so I did this terrible thing. And then she's like, nah. <laughs> No, I didn't. Well, and so also it's not clear what happened to her because no, there's it's a not. bunch this of is, different which is why a bunch of theory. things that we said. Which is why this is theory, this is conjecture. This is just my feeling of knowing stories and maybe seeing a possible path, which is that Lanray thought that she was dead. He decided based on that grief to do a terrible thing. And then she found out about it and was bitter and went back to the only other thing that she trusted and loved, which was old Holly and that he consumed her and he kept her safe. And so now she's just sitting inside this tree because he bent to catch her. Remember 
Mm. And he moved to, yeah. I make sense. You're the one that make, doesn't make sense. The only problem with old Holly being the tree that houses Lyra, and together they make the Cathay, is that it's not a Holly tree. It has red blossoms that are Panacea. Unless you're saying it sta- it's changed and became this tree with magic okay. blossoms. It's fair to say that it would change its nature if it was housing Lyra. Okay. Like, okay. wouldn't she and, and influence it? I'll take I'll I'll take that. I'll say it changed because two became one, thus changing the whole. Mm. How did it end up in Fae? That's where mm. the tower was. So the tower was in Fae the entire time. Fae built up around it during the war. Like even before Fae was built, here was the tower. Here was Old Holly, and then Fae was built unknowingly and opened up to where the tower is. All right, that's a hole in my story. I'll give you that. Okay. <laughs> but <laughs> but that's a hole in my story, but it's not necessarily, because as I have stated time and time again, and I'm going to bring it back, it's is that Kat is such a good writer that as fans, I feel like a lot of the time when we do stuff like this, we're so close. But because we don't have necessarily all of the details, we can't really <laughs> listen. I feel like I'm on to something in physical here. Pain about it. I am because I because I feel like I'm close, but because Pat is such a good writer and he withholds certain things, I'm like I know I'm close, but I don't know why. <laughs> As a does that make sense? Paper for the tower being in the Fey. The beginning of the story says, in the beginning there was the wood, it was strong wood and old. And it's interesting that, like, you know, it says in the beginning and the wood is somehow already old. We don't know what the beginning is, the beginning of what. So it could have been the beginning of the Fey. And there's old Holly by the tower. Well, I feel like if the wood was the Fey... Mm. that we do know that both had to go through a wood to get to the cafe right it's well he was in the wood with felurian yes Mm. until he Mm -hmm. came out and he walked towards daylight my thought that is teetering on the edge of my mind because i spoke over it was (laughs) uh, oh 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 so if if all of this is happening in the fey and i feel like that means that it couldn't be Jax because he mm. was part of the creation war. True. And the creation war happened because of the beginning, because of the Fae, because mm-hmm. of the moon. Also, I think that the same story might be being told over and over again. Whether it's mm. the same characters being reincarnated or if it's just the same story echoing itself because we have... Telu and Akanis, we have Stelios and Lanre slash Haliax, we have Jax and the Moon, and now we have Quoth and Denna, and if these are all just echoes of each other throughout time, maybe Old Holly is the very first incarnation of this story that we're reading now. Oh no. (laughs) 
Margaret wins the theory game. Yep. Well, okay, there you go. Bow down to the queen. I mean, Margaret just hurt my mind and my heart simultaneously at the same time. Wow. So I don't really know. Oh, man. That's not fair. You know. (laughs) (laughs) That's just rude. On that note, if you have any thoughts about how old Holly came to be that you would like to share, or questions or comments or corrections for our pronunciation, you can email me at road2tinue at gmail.com. That's road, the number two, tinue at gmail.com. You can find us on iTunes where you can like, subscribe, comment, all that jazz so you can keep hearing all of our crazy thoughts and uh, I can hurt your heart as well. (laughs) Do you have any last little bits of thoughts? Hey, Margaret, was it good for you? It was good for me. Every time. (laughs) Every time. Thank you. Thank you for hurting my mind and my heart simultaneously. I really appreciate that. (laughs) It's my pleasure. It's my pleasure. (laughs) You can listen to Megan at her radio station every other Saturday. Yep. Listen to me. The name of the show is Clustered Duck. It's on KBBI AM 890 Homer. You can stream live online, kbbi.org. If you're into my out loud broken language and music. Yeah. Do you exist anywhere on the internet where people can harass you, Bryn, or... Well, if you want to listen to me, you can just play this podcast over and over and over again and just hear me over and over and over again. Um, Don't let me know that you did it. That would be weird. (laughs) So we're going to say no. (laughs) And today's music was by Mark Haas. You can find Mark Haas on YouTube and at markhaasmusic.com. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you on the road. If if she's Lyra, 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 Lyra,